0: hi i'm pj and welcome to house daily hope you're having a great uh, day i've got i've got a short a confession kind of i am um, i'm one of those uh, people that during lockdown has gotten into making bread i've not gone the full sourdough route and i cheat i got myself a bread maker but there's something really nice and and satisfying i think about um spend that time and care working it and then uh Having something completed, finished for your works, I was actually so blessed. Someone from church heard I was struggling to get hold of yeast, and so they came and dropped some round, and that was a real joy and blessing. I love church, um, but it's something quite nice. Why I also like Lego, having that satisfied, finished, completed thing which you've done um, is really um, I find really enjoyable and helpful when there's so many loose ends of life at the moment of unfinishedness. Being able to do something where you know you've you finish it and you have something completed um it's why i've taken the random habit as well over this to just sort out a random cupboard just for no reason because it's just nice to have that finished completed nature of things and so hopefully you're managing to find different ways and wonderful ways to um in, be engaged and and have that that, that feeling and sense of um, rest in an unsettled time whatever that looks like and part of the joy as well we're doing is going through these books of scripture and packing them together and just real getting real nutrient and goodness from them as well and we're going through the book of Nehemiah we started yesterday um this story of rebuilding, of, of Nehemiah going and rebuilding the temple. And we thought about how that importance of starting amazingly and powerfully with prayer. Um, and it's a great book and often we don't spend a good time in Old Testament books. And in all honesty, Nehemiah is not a book I'd massively studied uh, before doing this. And I'm loving just spending the time in scripture, reading what other people got to say, learning from it. And just um, there's such goodness here. And so we're in Nehemiah chapter 2 today, verses 1 to 10. Hence, if you've got your Bible, open it up, we're going to read it together. And it says this. In the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Xerxes, when the wine was brought for him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had not been sad in his presence before. So the king asked me, why does your face look so sad when you're not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of heart. I was very much afraid, but I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in the ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? The king said to me, What is it that you want? Then I prayed to the God of heaven, and I answered the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city in Judah, where my ancestors are buried, so that I can rebuild it. Then the king, with the queen sitting beside him, asked, How long will your journey take, and when will you get back? It pleased the king to send me, so I set the time. I also said to him, If it pleases the king, may I have a letter to the governor of the trans-Euphrates, so that they will provide me safe conduct until I arrive in Judah.' And may I have a letter to Asfer, the keeper of the royal park, so he will give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel by the temple and for the city wall for the residence I will occupy. And because the gracious hand of my God was on me, the king granted me my requests. So I went to the governors of the trans-Euphrates and gave them the king's letter. And the king has also sent me army officers and cavalry with me. When Shambal, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the Amorite official, heard about this, they were very much disturbed and so, that someone had come to promote the welfare of the Israelites. And so, um, uh, right at the beginning, we... Um, just to set the context of this, we just had this prayer from Nehemiah just before um, of him just really hard and troubled. And he finishes that prayer right at the end of the chapter one in verse 11. He says, give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of um, this man. And then beginning of chapter two, he said, in the month of Nisan. And um, I'm sure, like me, none of you know the Jewish calendar particularly well. I don't. I looked it up. Um, and so the prayer, it says in, in in chapter one, happened in the month of Kilvit uh, Kislev, and then he answers in the month of Nissan, and and Kislev was is about November, December time, and Nissan is April, March, April. So months have passed from that time ago. Nehemiah answer your servant today, and months later we have this moment um, with Nehemiah before the king, and I think that's really important. Of of just waiting for God's right timing in these sort of situations, of actually we can be praying for months. And I'm sure Nehemiah would not have given up praying for his people, for God to restore them, the opportunity to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. And then in this, this moment, this one instance, we see God open the door and it's an amazing opportunity. And, and the amazing thing is we don't see Nehemiah stop praying Throughout this little section, we see him just take moments to pray as all this craziness, these opportunities, these doors are open for him to be, to pray and see what God pushes him to do and to take huge, bold steps in asking for, for letters so he can get safe travel, so he can have word and all these sorts of things. He's, taking, he's ensuring he's being guided by God in this instance. Um, so often when we're, we're praying for things, And these God moments come up and we can easily panic and go, oh, I don't know what to do. But Nehemiah in that just goes, keeps praying. And he keeps his ear open to what God's saying, what God's doing. And so he can respond amazingly and go on to to do what God's calling him to do and rebuild the city. And he asks these big, bold things, things you wouldn't expect, the king of a foreign nation. Somehow Nehemiah is is the cupbearer we see, which is the person that, carried the cup. They would often taste the cup as well to ensure it wasn't poison to kill the king. It was a really highly viewed position in the king's household um, really trusted. And this Israelite Nehemiah had gotten himself into that position and God uses him powerfully. Um, and the amazing thing about Nehemiah, he's just an ordinary person. Um, he's not someone from the priest um uh, he's not a priest he's not a king he's not a governor he's not a partic- he's not a, one of those people he's not a prophet though he speaks quite prophetically later on and um, he's someone normal who just prayed fervently and then god used him in the position that he had prepared and planned and placed him to be in so that he can do an amazing thing with his people but I think the really important thing is he was constantly listening and seeing what God was telling him and pushing him to do. And and today, we, with the amazing blessing, of the Spirit being poured out onto all people, that we can have that uh, that conversation, that listening to God and now God speaking to our lives powerfully. And it's that: Are we listening to what He's saying? Both on the big, grand things of how on earth we rebuild now, but also in the day-to-day, are we listening to the to the voices, the the prompting of God? of of what he's calling us and leading us to do it's to pray for some people where it's to speak uh, truth into people's lives where it's to even just walk a different route home for whatever reason and then and then a god instance comes up where you start a conversation with someone or whatever it may be as just people god we're called to be listeners listeners to what what god is doing and allow him to use us amazingly and powerfully for his kingdom let me pray God, thank you that you speak, that you're alive today. And in the same way of Nehemiah, you call us to listen. God, today in all that we're doing, help us to have ears that are attuned to you and what you're doing. Help us to hear the prompts in your spirit and what you're calling us to step out and do, where it's to ask big, bold requests like Nehemiah, or us to speak truth in people's lives. God, help us to hear your voice in the way that you speak to us. Amen thanks for joining today. Uh, Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands.